Welcome to the Smart Rebel Podcast. My name is Simone Ehringfeld and I am a giftedness coach based in the UK, where I am also a researcher in the field of polar studies at the University of Cambridge. This podcast is for smart people who want to live rebellious lives, for gifted individuals who want to thrive in life and make the most out of their talents and potential. I coach some of the most intelligent, promising, and driven human beings on this planet. And with this podcast, you will get a chance to witness some of the most transformative conversations you will ever hear. Because that's what I do. As a coach, I change lives one conversation at a time. Hi, Charlotte. It's really nice meeting you for the first time. Um, how about you go ahead and introduce yourself? Okay. Hello. Uh, my name is Charlotte. I'm 29 years old. I am from Belgium. Um, in 2018, I graduated as a physiotherapist. Um, mm. And after that, I started a PhD in physiotherapy. Um, mm. But due to multiple health issues, I'm now on sick leave and I had to stop my PhD. And now I'm a little bit searching how I yeah, can find some new work um, that is meaningful to me. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're not going to continue the PhD. It's you're, You've left it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. had, le- had to le- leave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, and so now you're on the lookout for what to do next, kind of. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. That's always a, a funny position to be in. Um, it mm-hmm. can be very exciting. Yes. Um, all right. And what would you like to um, receive from this conversation? Well, um, I would like to know um, how I can recognize myself as being gifted because it is something, um, yeah, thinking about being gifted is already stressful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also for this podcast, I have uh, a pretty large amount of imposter feelings. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Will I be good enough? Will I mm-hmm. be gifted enough uh, is my topic uh, interesting enough um so yeah i i really want to discover um how i can recognize this, myself as being gifted and mm-hmm. do do something with it also mm-hmm. in my professional life that's really um you're raising some really important topics and questions and let me just start by acknowledging um your your presence and your your utter rights to be here and the the pleasure is all mine uh to have you here and you're in the right place um you know you're not here by mistake and um let me also tell you that you know in in applying to be on a podcast uh people have to like answer a couple of questions and uh one of them is you know do you identify as gifted or not and you know how many people in their response are like oh i don't know if i can say that about myself i'm not mm-hmm. sure if i really fit the podcast if i'm good <laughs> enough like you are not the only one <laughs> this is okay <laughs> it's it's part of so many of the the applications that I receive. And one thing that I've learned as a coach is that 
one of the biggest steps for people is to gather up the courage to reach out to me to begin with. Cause mm-hmm. they're like, Ooh, she's a giftedness coach. So me reaching out to Simone is going to mean that I somehow identify as gifted and who am I to do that? So yeah. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, I'm like, anytime I receive an email from someone who's like super hesitant, I'm like applauding them, you know, from the other side of the screen. Cause I'm like, well done. I know that this is a, 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 a big step and it can feel so scary to just send me an email mm-hmm. or to, you know, inquire about the podcast. So well done for you as well, for bringing <laughs> up the courage to actually just reach out and be like, you know what, I'm going to do this. Thank um, you. yeah. Um, okay. So let's look at this more, more closely. Um, do you want to tell me a little bit more about how you found out that you're gifted? Yes. Um, before pre preschool, there were already some thoughts that I was a little bit in front of my, uh, age. Um, but my parents didn't want me to be tested because they wanted me to be in the year with all my classmates and didn't want to change anything. Um, but lately I've been seeing a psychologist and she also um, has been identified as being a gifted person. And she said one day to me, you know, Charlotte, um, I'm quite sure you're also one of the gifted ones. I feel it. I see it in, in so many things. And that's why I am, yeah, I'm quite busy with it the last few months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so it's very recent. It's something about yeah. the past couple months. Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. How did that make you feel when she said that you're a psychologist? Yeah. Mm, it was a double feeling. Um, for one part... I felt relieved. I felt with everything she said, like, yeah, that's true. That is me. Uh, It fits very well. And the other part of me was like, wait, I'm not gifted. Mm -hmm. I can't think about being gifted because there will be so much pressure if I say I am gifted. People will think, oh, she's a gifted one, so she can do everything. She knows everything. And I don't want to feel that pressure. No, clearly. Neither do <laughs> I. Oh my goodness. That would be awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Now, we is this people that are thinking this? Or are you thinking that this is what people will think? That they will then expect you to know everything and... Yeah, I am thinking that the people with will think that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you think that? Do you think that you should know everything now and be good at everything? Well, not really, <laughs> because I know that everyone has his, has its um, specific topics that they know a lot about or they have um, specific fields in which they are good at and other fields they Mm -hmm. they don't really uh Mm -hmm. yeah don't aren't gifted in so yeah I don't think so but yeah 
I'm a little bit uh, sensitive for what I think other people will think of me. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's very normal. And, <laughs> and you're not the only one. Uh, we all, to an extent, care what other people think about us. Um, you know, the, the whole giftedness thing, it comes with so so much stigma and so many prejudices and so many misconceptions about what it is. And yeah, it's like you say, for you, it comes with a sense of pressure that now, I mean, you almost can't fail anymore. You have to be good and you have to excel at everything. And um, you have to be a high achiever and you you have to know everything. Um, and yeah, it's it's so silly. I mean, my family, when I go back home, I do silly things all the time that are really not that intelligent. And they, they, you know, they always make fun of me. They're like, oh yeah, gifted, right? Okay. <laughs> you know, when I'm like completely misreading directions on Google maps or, um, I don't know, the other day I went to a, like a kind of pub quiz at my, um, at my college here in Cambridge. And it's like the, one of those general knowledge, uh, quizzes, Mm -hmm. And my goodness, I didn't know a single response to the questions <laughs> I felt. <laughs> I was like, right, okay, this is not going too well. Um, so, but you know, like this has nothing to do with giftedness, what your, your general knowledge is, and people can have zero education and still be gifted. Um, mm -hmm. So um, yeah, let's try and release some of that pressure and take that off your shoulders. Um, you don't need to know everything. You can make mistakes. You can fail. You can mess up. You can say silly, stupid things that don't come across as intelligence. You don't have to start changing your behavior or be different from the way you currently are. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, tackling some of those, own your own projections onto the term giftedness is the first step um, here because yeah you're afraid of other people's opinions but you are the one who's pro projecting onto other people what they might think or believe about you yeah that's mm -hmm. true yeah okay so yeah so tell me a little bit more about the imposter syndrome so you're like it was a double feeling of like, you recognize yourself in, in the symptoms of or like the signs of giftedness. But on the other hand, you're like, I cannot be gifted. That can't be me. Um, yes. Do you want to say a bit more on, yeah, on that? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know um, how to answer that question. Okay. Um, what would you like to know? Well, is this something that you've, besides the, the past couple of months with regards mm -hmm. to giftedness, um, have you felt like an imposter um, in, in, other con in other contexts? Or have you, I don't know, thought of yourself as not particularly smart, for instance? Um, what are, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm looking at your face and I'm seeing, uh -huh. yeah, there's something there. So tell me. <laughs> yeah, um, I think my whole PhD adventure was one large imposter. <laughs> okay. Based, um, 
I was walking there every day and thinking I shouldn't be here. Why am I? Why am I here? I I can't understand why they chose me. Um, the other ones, they look so smart. They talk so smart. Uh, even during coffee breaks, they are talking about things I don't know anything about. Um, why do they ask me to to um, to be part of the jury of a master thesis? I don't know why. Um, mm. So it was, yeah, every single day I went over there, there was there were situations where I was thinking like, I should not be here. I am not um, part of this community. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And your reasons for quitting with the quitting the PhD, does it any have anything to do with these feelings or is it separate? No, it is separate. I have also physical um, health issues, um, okay. which led to the to the mm. end of the mm. yeah. PhD. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm currently doing a PhD. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm surrounded constantly by people doing PhDs. And yeah. if there's one thing that I keep noticing is just the, the, like P, the imposter syndrome is everywhere around me. I, I see it in so many people, um, people thinking, you know, questioning, am I the right person to do this? I don't have the knowledge. I don't feel like such an expert. And With regards to myself, I will get invitations from people to start teaching on my work. Um, And I'm like, me? Are you sure that you want me to be teaching on this topic? Um, Or, you know, I've just started in a new field um I this will be my fifth degree but they're all in a different field and so I'm new to to polar studies that's what I'm doing Antarctic research and I'm like me I'm like writing my bio for like different publications I'm like Simone is an Antarctic research and I'm like really is that is that (laughs) me am I an Antarctic uh researcher um and 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 also feeling like out of place in a sense or not not out of place but like oh I'm at the edge of my comfort zone I'm pushing mm-hmm. myself um this is not you know what I um perceive to be my my expertise or the things that I know and you know what I am so grateful for that I was reflecting on this the other day and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm feeling like an imposter. How marvelous that I'm <laughs> feeling like an imposter because you know what that means? It means that I'm outside of my comfort zone. It means that I'm exploring new territories. I'm pushing myself. I'm learning new things. I'm growing. I'm developing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, a completely other way to think about it. Exactly. I, yeah. I love I love seeing your face uh, and your facial <laughs> expressions because when I was like, oh, and you know what? That's marvelous. And you were like, what? That, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and then I explain and you're like, oh, smiling like, oh, yeah, that's actually that's good. that's a good way of putting it. So that's a, a good mindset shift here is to start 
looking for those imposter feelings and, and taking them as an indication that you're doing something right. Because what you're doing is right is that you're outside of your comfort zone. You are growing, you are developing. That's going to be uncomfortable. There's going to be doubts and insecurities about your capabilities. And that's because you're learning. You are becoming something that you currently aren't yet. And that whole process, that's what we call learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's it, it requires development. You're going to be able at the end of this to do things or to know things that you currently don't know or do yet. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it feels like a relief if you think about it like in this way. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I mean um a lot of gifted people they struggle with learning itself. They they're really uncomfortable with not immediately being able to do something or not yeah. immediately being having the expertise and and they they're they're so uncomfortable in that process of learning um because they feel very vulnerable and they're often not used to it because actually we are used to getting things quite quickly and so when that's not the case it's like oh identity crisis almost like oh, <laughs> oh this is uncomfortable this must mean that I'm doing something wrong and I'm not supposed to be here and I should quit you know yeah uh it's it's completely rec- recognizable <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's it start look being be on the lookout for feeling like an imposter because that's a sign that you're you're on the right path you're doing something well yeah. which is you're not playing safe you're taking yeah. risks and that's what's needed to grow and to learn mm-hmm. and to develop, to develop yourself yeah and to constantly have something to to look out for and that you're not being at the same position the whole time mm-hmm. it, it would be nice yeah it is stimulating on different level yeah different levels I think mm-hmm. on your personality your cognitive function mm-hmm. maybe also on the social function because yeah you're doing something with other people's all the time I think yeah so see how you know we've been talking for what 15 minutes <laughs> and we, we just changed the entire you know perception of the imposter syndrome that you yeah were experiencing as a as a problem but actually you know mm-hmm. it's a good thing yeah I can see it now <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. That's the the fastest coaching session we've had so far. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, you know, we're talking not specifically about the PhD, but the imposter syndrome around giftedness, right? So Mm -hmm. how can you start applying this way of understanding being an imposter uh, onto the giftedness topic. Hmm. That's something I have to think about. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's it's also, yeah, it's feeling uncomfortable right now because. I have learned something about my own personality 
but it's it is still a process to yeah. apply it in life and that's that learning process that makes us feel so uncomfortable mm-hmm. it's like you make this big discovery about yourself and then you instantly want to be sort of at peace with it and sort of fully embracing of it and like yeah i'm gifted that's totally cool um but you know it's a big shift and and the big shift comes with different insights about yourself that are changing the way you see yourself and and mm-hmm. and who you understand yourself to be that's some really fundamental stuff we're talking about you know yeah. at the identity level mm-hmm. so it that's makes true. all the sense that you're going through a learning process here Mm-hmm. And that that's going to feel uncomfortable and it's going to be at the edge of, you know, y- y- you know, comfort versus fear. And you got to push through that. And that's growth. That's personal development. Yeah. Not that easy, but yeah, it's very existential. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But it's not a negative thing. It's a a positive thing. It's a beautiful thing to feel what you're currently feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're not alone. We're, you know, most gifted people have this. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. I think also when when you discover it only when you're already an adult, Mm-hmm. That is something very different than when you were already, let's say, diagnosed uh, as a child. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, and the older you get, the the bigger the shift this will be. Because the older you are, the more time you've spent with particular beliefs and thoughts about yourself and who you think you are. And so mm-hmm. when that that understanding or realization comes later in life it means that there's a lot more to work through it's a, the the adjustment process will take more time more emotional energy yeah and that's what i'm feeling right now i think yeah it's also being in so many situations where yeah you're thinking like okay, this can be because of the giftedness and beforehand you didn't think about it. You, I was, I was mostly thinking, hmm, I'm different and it's my fault that mm-hmm. there is something strange in this situation. But now I'm seeing these situations completely different mm-hmm. as being gifted. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So it is a process and it's good to take time to do that learning, to do that process, to unlearn certain things you believed about yourself and to, to relearn new things that fits the, that realization that you've had around giftedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, on, and not only thinking that giftedness is being the best of your class and knowing yeah. everything and... Mm-hmm. Uh, not able to fail (laughs) exactly 100% so taking off taking some pressure off your own shoulders giving yourself some slack Mm -hmm. there yeah yeah 
this is already very important knowledge I think mm -hmm. yeah beautiful how do you feel yeah. right now yeah I, I'm feeling happy for one part okay because I like the insights but the other part is still thinking hmm am I doing it well enough <laughs> so that part mm -hmm. still stays over there <laughs> what you're doing what well enough talking with you <laughs> talking with me oh yes okay. <laughs> right um that's really it's good to bring that up why do you feel insecure about that oh for a lot of reasons first mm -hmm. my language okay it's kind of stupid but my language then mm -hmm. um yeah if I'm saying the right things if it is interesting enough um do i re react well enough mm -hmm. stuff like that <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay well you know why we're here is because i'm here to help you i'm mm -hmm. here to listen to you i'm here to support you and you're not here to i don't know impress me or speak perfect English, which I don't do either, by the way. <laughs> I also sometimes I listen back and I'm like, ah, oh, that's me making up another word that doesn't exist. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Is it, does it, do you feel like that often or is it because you're like, oh, this is a giftedness podcast and Simone is gifted. And so I have to make sure that she sees me as a gifted person or something like that. That plays a role, that's yeah. sure. But um, I do feel it quite often. Okay. Yeah. Even in simple conversations, I feel like, am I doing it right? Hmm. Okay. So you're very focused on the other person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah okay so what does doing it right mean in this let, let's talk about this conversation right here right now what does that what does that mean to you um I was going to use the word perfect but mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> You're catching yourself before you say it, but that's what you want to say. Yeah, I wanted to say that I have to speak perfect English. I have to um, use the right words, uh, use ample vocabulary, um, react very, um, yeah, how do you say it? Um, very spontaneously, mm -hmm. um, finding directly the right words um the right sentences um for what i want to say but also maybe also a little bit about what i think the other one wants to hear mm, okay it's, yeah again focused on the other one <laughs> yeah well i can tell you that coaching is not going to be effective i think we've been having a really interesting conversation by the way and um <laughs> Yeah, there's been lots of really valuable insights. 
But if you are always guessing what the other person wants to hear and you're you're answering from that perspective, you're not going to get out of the conversation what you need. And that's ultimately what we're here for. You're not here to please me, so to say, but I'm here to serve you. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) believe me or not, this is always something with with some people that I coach, I have to remind them like, yo, I'm, I'm here to help you out. You're not here to sort of deliver a perfect, um, coaching performance for me. Um, yeah. So what I, what I'm hearing in, in what you're describing is that there's a, there's a big part about language in here. You're, you keep saying I have to write, find the right words, the right expressions, ample vocabulary, and my English needs to be perfect. So what's the insecurity there with language? Hmm, I don't know. It's, it's even in my, in my native language, I, mm-hmm. yeah, have that feeling that I have to be right. Okay. Um, so what's the association with language? What if people, what if someone, what if you don't speak perfect English and, and you use very limited vocabulary or you're struggling to find the right words, what would that mean about you in your mind? Maybe that I am not, um, as talented in languages as my parents say, as my parents believe, or as my yeah, my teachers from um, secondary school said to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is something that you've heard from your family, from teachers, that this is something you're good at. And so... You don't want to disappoint. You want to prove their point. Yeah. So you're trying to please those teachers and those, your, your parents who've said those things to you. Yeah. Without them knowing that. Uh, yeah. It is in every conversation without them. Yeah. See how that's so fascinating. Someone tells you, uh, hey, Charlotte, you're really good at language. And then for the rest of your life, you're like stressed about using the right words because you're supposedly, you have to be good at language. And so you have to be perfect and you can't mess up. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure, again, that you're putting yeah. yourself. Yeah. I can feel it when you say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, what if I would, just like be stumbling over my words what would you be thinking about me if I don't find the right word right I don't know (laughs) I wouldn't be thinking anything (laughs) yeah that's right yeah you would be like oh that's okay it's not her native language either or even if it was like sometimes you can just like you you can't find the right word and that's totally fine it's true (laughs) doesn't doesn't mean that I'm like suddenly not intelligent or not talented anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean I'm stupid or dumb. Um, doesn't mean any of those things. And the same applies to you. It doesn't <laughs> say anything about your giftedness. It doesn't say anything about the talents that you have. It doesn't say anything about how smart you are. 
<laughs> yeah. I see um or I hear a, a recurring theme <laughs> about pressures that I'm putting on myself by thinking yeah. I should be this or I should be that. Yeah. If I call myself gifted or someone calls me gifted in any particular area, then the pressure is high and yeah, I feel like I can't tolerate that pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think it's important to start working on a few things. One is taking that pressure off yourself and not expecting from yourself to be so perfect all the time. Mm. And one of the ways to do that is to practice making mistakes. Okay. So if, if I were to coach you in, as in, in, as part of a program, like we would meet up every so often to have sessions, I would give you this assignment to start practicing making language mistakes on purpose. You know, okay. I would tell you to send me emails full of spelling errors, for instance. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the kind of, yeah. Sometimes my coaches hate me for it. They're like, oh, Simone, you're <laughs> making me do exactly the things that I hate and I cannot stand. And uh, I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. That's, that's why we're doing this work. That's my job. <laughs> um, so start doing that start making some mistakes start messing up big time okay <laughs> like really is gonna be super uncomfortable and that's yes. totally fine it's a learning process start learning to make mistakes it's gonna be so freeing when you can free yourself from that fear of you know not being perfect mm -hmm. yeah Maybe you want to, I don't know, sign up for some French classes and, you know, just get, go in there and, and do it all wrong, you know, just <laughs> suck at speaking French, you know, <laughs> just completely mess it all up. Uh, I'm already following Italian classes and okay, I'm, but yeah, it's, it's also um, with Zoom and Mm -hmm. When I'm I'm making making mistakes, I am disappearing from my screen. And yeah. <laughs> so maybe I should try um yeah, making mistakes without such a drama. <laughs> yeah. And and really tease it out. So like rather than being focused on how many correct responses you give, plan in a session and tell the teacher in advance so they know <laughs> what <Yeah>. you're doing. <laughs> And be like, you know what, today I'm going to make as many mistakes as I can. Okay. I'm going to collect the mistakes. I'm going to try and make at least 50 mistakes and I'm going to count them. And the only way this session will be a success is if you reach that goal to make so many mistakes. So yeah. try and use your, the power of your perfectionism to, <laughs> to collect your mistakes. Um, <laughs> And it's, it's kind of in a fun sort of lighthearted way. Nothing depends on it. It's not like afterwards you're going to fail your course and it's going to be all terrible. 
Um, but it's a way to, in a playful way, just get used to the feeling of failing and being like, yeah, it's no big deal at all. You know, I'm just mm -hmm. learning. Yeah. It's a good idea, but yes, I have to, um, talk to my teacher first <laughs> that she knows what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or be like, I don't know, maybe you have a, a good friend. And I don't know, you typically send these perfectly crafted messages and just be like, hey, as a heads up, I'm just going to send you these terribly written uh, messages full of mistakes. And that's part of, you know, my learning process. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, start making mistakes on purpose. Start taking that, that pressure off of it and it can become a more playful, lighthearted thing. And it's not a big deal. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything yeah. about your intelligence. <laughs> yeah it's a good good advice <laughs> yeah it's it's um it's a good exercise to to work with to find mm -hmm. that lightheartedness yeah hmm. so how are you feeling now now I'm now I'm feeling relieved yeah oh perfect that's <laughs> wonderful um that's why I like to check in with people and be like hey what's what's going on how's your energy what's shifting and you know what's still sort of lingering as a form mm -hmm. of heaviness sometimes and um it's good that you're feeling a sense of relief that's beautiful um what are the the key takeaways for you from this conversation yeah lift off the pressure <laughs> is yeah. one big thing yeah and thinking about the imposter thing as yeah as a learning process as i'm standing on the on the edge of what i am capable of now mm -hmm. and i'm going to widen it mm -hmm. and we will see where we get but for now it is part of a learning process mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah thank god you get to feel like an imposter that's a beautiful thing to feel because it means you're growing and what's you know it's one of the most important things in life to grow yeah. that's what it is mm -hmm. so thank god that you're feeling like an imposter that's why i keep telling myself during this phd Simone, you're doing such a great job. You're feeling like a total <laughs> imposter. It's great. It means that you are, you know, you're pushing yourself. This is great. Mm -hmm. Keep keep going. And that's what you need to do as well. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thanks for this conversation. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Smart Rebel Podcast. I hope you too leave this session with many of your own insights and takeaways. For more content, follow me on Instagram at The Smart Rebel, subscribe to my newsletter, or check out my blog about giftedness on the website, thesmartrebel.com. Do get in touch if you have any reflections to share. And if you would like to be coached by me on this podcast, you can apply for a spot on the website. See you next time.